0: morning good afternoon and good evening from wherever you're listening in the world to this podcast today my name is paul webb i am the founder of b2b energy and you are listening to energy speaks back Good afternoon, and good evening and welcome to episode 14 of Energy Speaks Back. Weekly, I present to you experts from around the world and today we are back in the UK. Our subject today will be women working in the energy industry. Our objectives are for energy experts to gain a good understanding of energy management knowledge from around the world, which is available today to deliver savings that Impact on our planet. Today I'm joined by an expert from the UK. She has her own business, Think, Inspire and Create, and she has held senior roles within the utility industry. So without any further ado, I give you Hayley Monks. Good afternoon, Hayley, and how are you today?
1: I'm really well, thank you. you.
0: Yes, not too bad. Lovely to see you again. And since we last spoke, um, the sun's been shining and uh, there's been some big differences, obviously, with some announcements the last couple of days. I I don't know whether you're in lockdown um, where you live at the moment.
1: Um, I am. I'm in Tier 2. I'm in um, lovely rural Oxfordshire and keeping close tabs on what they're up to at the Oxford University um, with the progression with the vaccine.
0: As of midnight tonight, I go into Tier 3, so... Oh, tough one. Nice, nice um, Christmas coming my way. But yeah. anyway, we, um, Hayley, we've, we met recently um, and we've been discussing, I've written an article recently about women in industry and senior roles. Can you give us some background to you personally before we start discussing that in detail?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so as you introduced me, Haley Monks, um, I did um, 12 years with um, Centrica, um, I actually worked with the British Gas Business, part of, of Centrica, a number of roles. Um, primarily, I was responsible for credit and risk management for a good number of years there, but also worked in customer operations um, and customer excellence during my time there. Um, I have been uh, out of the working for a supplier, so to speak, for Uh, five years. I run a small business that works still with utility companies, um, both um, power and and water. Um, I am uh, one of the founding members of the Women's Utility Network. And I'm also um, an advisor to um, an energy tech startup as well. So firmly sort of welded to the sector, even though I'm no longer employed directly in it.
0: Brilliant. And tell us more about the Women's Utility Network.
1: So the Women's Utility Network is a not-for-profit network that we set up in um, 2017. In fact, it is actually three years ago this, this month when the idea was first conceived and we had our first meeting in January 2018. And we were a um, a small group of women who are relatively senior in the industry with experience ranging from myself, more on the the people and leadership time side, to the the very um, uh, established technical experts, um, such as um, Angie Needle, who's the strategy director at Cadent Gas, Um, uh, Rebecca Sedler, who's the policy and strategy director at EDF. Joe Butlin, as the CEO at Energy Bridge, and Angela Pert, who was the managing director of Utility People. And Angela um, corralled us all and got us all together, and um, all feeling very much the same um, about the, the the lack of women in the sector, but the lack of women that stay in the sector. Um, and we formed um, this this group to help help recruit, retain, develop, um, and basically provide a a go-to source of role models for for women in in the sector.
0: And how many members do you have currently?
1: We're just tipped over 2,200, which is a fantastic number and I am delighted with it, but it's still a a drop in the ocean. There are about um, 566,000 employees in the energy, utility and associated supply chain sector and and the stats from 2018 say 17 percent of those as women so that would be about ninety six thousand. so we're only two and a half thousand in terms of our reach so we've got a long way to go but yes delighted with the tuna two really good
0: figures mm-hmm. um, So what levels are those individuals regarding you know we're, we're talking about senior roles but they're not senior role levels they're, they're coming into the industry as well are they
1: yeah, so our, our our target membership are those maybe in the first 10 years of their career. So we have we, we even have people who are still at university, studying a, um, a utility or energy related um, degree, they're coming along to our vents um, and building connections before they've even gone into employment. Right through to um, uh, people, you know, sort of balancing or looking to balance their career as as they progress, how they how they apply for jobs. Um, uh, I'm right up to some, you know, some very senior um, females in the sector. They're also part of the free mentoring scheme that we offer.
0: Yes, I really like the free mentoring uh, system you provide. I've applied to join that. Obviously, I'm waiting for that to be signed off. I'm looking forward doing some mentoring, because there's something I really believe in, um, in actually providing my knowledge back to uh, individuals. Um, I'm really excited about that side of it. So tell me, um, what's your experience you've had personally regarding these, these roles and how you felt personally when you were working in the utilities?
1: Um, so I, I would say on a personal level um, that I, it hasn't impacted my career on a personal level and I think that's for two core reasons the first reason is that I'm actually quite a strong person so I'm, I'm not going to sit in the corner and be ignored and so I think personality helps um, but the second and uh, really sort of fundamental reason for me was that I had the most amazing sponsor the MD that um helped propel my career at the time um you know he was very he was um uh, what what I would call a multiplier I don't know if you've ever read the books multiplier but um, he's a he's the kind of person that makes everybody else in the room feel more intelligent than they are more capable than they are and they've got more potential and when you work for somebody like that um, you and your position you, you get elevated you get opportunities you get experience you get exposure so I was incredibly fortunate um, I frequently was the only female on the majority of the leadership teams I sat on, um, or you know, one of the minority females in the room, um, but my personality meant that I didn't actually let that bother me. I was aware of it, um, and uh, I managed it as best as I could for, for my sort of individual needs. Um, but it did—I don't feel it hampered my career. But I do recognise it's not the same for everybody, and I think that's the important thing. Some of the stories that I hear today either at our events, or um, networking, or actually in my role as a mentor, Um, you know, I still hear some fairly um, terrible stories about how people are treated, or what's said to them, or or how difficult it is for them um, in in their careers. So um, by, by by setting up and being part of the Women's Utility Network, I not only can act as a role model, but I can help and mentor people maybe charter some of those
0: difficult waters. There's a particular saying I was I was expecting you to say it just then regarding you you mentioned it on our meeting. So are you going to share that? that favorite saying of yours
1: yes don't ask don't get I mean it's it's my favorite and I know I use it I use it all the time I use it with my team with my family um don't ask don't get the answer might not always be yes so you have to cope with rejection I'm sorry yeah The answer might not all be yes you will sometimes have to cope with rejection if they say no but actually you're never left wondering what if
0: you know yeah so how can we make a difference to these figures? Is there something we can all do, or we've got to rely on the establishment to make those changes? Where where are the changes got to come from?
1: Well, I think they have to come. F- they 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 have to come from everybody. So when you're trying to create a movement, and that's what I think the Women's Utility Network is, we're trying to create a movement. We're trying to create awareness um, of the the um lack of diversity in the sector. Because I think it's all responsibilities. If you started at the top, um, uh, when we say the establishment, if you look at the larger companies, so the, what would be the X big six, they are actually pretty good at um, you know even balance of numbers, particularly in the boardroom. And whether that's because of their size or uh, they're more under the spotlight, I don't know. Um, but you maybe would expect The kind of less agile businesses to not be thinking about it but but they are Um, when you look at actually some of the um, new larger energy companies coming through um, some of them have zero women in their leadership teams and their boards and i think they need to reflect on that there's loads of research out there which i you know i won't go into quoting details now but there's lots of research that says the more balanced your board from a, from a um, gender perspective and from a diversity perspective, the more successful your business is likely to be. Because we do think different. You know, we are different. Um, so firstly, I think the, the leadership teams need to think about, actually, how are they, how are they creating a more balanced board? And that can't be through quotas, you know, because no woman wants to get a job just because the job had to be for a woman. She wants to get the job because she's the best person for the job. Um, but it's actually if you don't have any women managers in your business or women heads of or potential future directors then you've got no pipeline of talent as well so it goes much broader then about how how we're recruiting how we're retaining how we're creating flexible working to enable women to stay in the workplace and and to progress as much as possible
0: so i've been talking to a lot of students and um Graduates coming through, and I would say the percentage of those graduates are mainly female and women that come in and looking for just joining the industry. I think that the figures coming through are, are a lot higher than what they were, and I'd like to think that those figures will start to increase. We're going to see the impact on those figures. And there's um, some particular um, advertisement for Shell at the moment, and they talk about lime jump, and that. Lime Jump has been led by a female CEO apparently, and I have seen other women rising into these positions in the board level within the the uh, the, the big six etc. I'm seeing that myself, so it's happening. But slowly. I think it,
1: when it and it will take it will take time. You can't shift a number like seventeen percent overnight no. because you have to have a pipeline. And you're right, there's a lot of immensely talented um educated, qualified women coming into the sector. I in the past, I think it has been seen as maybe a not very attractive or certainly not very sexy sector. There's lots more other exciting things to do out there. But the momentum around um net zero and the fascination with developing creative solutions and, and renewable products uh, has has attracted um, and more women into the sector that creative influence is definitely attracting people in and i have no doubt in the next five to ten years we will see an increase in women joining the sector which is fantastic um, the but that i have to put on is that we've got to keep them they've got to come into the sector and not think or not feel that actually it's anti-women in any way they've got to as they progress through their career, not feel that they have to make the choice between having a family and having a career. There has to be that acceptance and support network around them to be able to do that so that we can you know, keep women and, and, the, and their contribution in there. So you're right, it is changing and we are seeing um, definitely more women coming in, um, but we just can't rest on our laurels and, and hope that's going to get better.
0: So what plans do you have for um, one, as you call it, the networking group what is their plans for the future you've got any events sorted out for next year
1: um yes i mean we have our final event of 20 um uh 2020 tomorrow we're just having a bit of a celebration of the year it's been quite an amazing year for us um we have had um over 18 events this year connecting people we have had around 700 women attend our events coming from nearly 70 different businesses. Um, so we're really getting the message out there. These events are um, some of them are motivational and they're more about people and leadership and personal development. And then we've had some amazing presentations um, from uh, uh, everything to do with um, hydrogen, um, net zero, decarbonisation, electric vehicles, um, nuclear um, so it's been an amazing year and, and tomorrow will be a bit of a reflection on the year and what we've achieved as we go into 2021 we are just planning the uh the 2021 events calendar um we're starting um ironically talking to you we're starting in in January um with a podcast theme um so uh, uh, that that will be our our key event in January but a lot very exciting things which we will be sharing probably just before Christmas when we confirmed all of our speakers and our plans and we very much hope that we can get together physically again yeah. our events in London and um, were always you know tremendously successful events with women physically connecting one another and creating their own little micro networks and support networks and you know there's a lot of pride um, as one of the Co-founders seeing that that we we helped make that happen.
0: And it is predominantly UK based at, at present.
1: Um, so yes, and I think it it is. And doing my research on the um uh at the end of the year to do some stats, my research on who's attended this year and how many people that, you know, we have some people who've attended every event that we've we've done. Um, some of the organizations I wasn't familiar with the name. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a sort of utilities guru. So I, I did some googling to, to find out, and and some of them actually were from Europe and the States. So right. the, as we've gone virtual, um, it's enabled people to dial in to su- some of the events. Yeah. So it's a sprinkling. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not a huge amount. But um, I think one of the upsides of of the, the current um, situation is that we we can all be global. Yeah.
0: Well, I've got quite a few um, women that support me regarding the energy experts we work with. So in Australia, there's an energy consultant, uh, Candice. She's um, basically based in uh, Sydney. Um, I'm working with people in Africa, India. There's many, many students coming through India. Um, I'm sort of in, in my group of people that I work with. It's I wouldn't say it's an even based, but I would say it's probably um 60 40 in, in so 40% of though that group is probably females coming through so um and overseas i think it's going to be a bigger figure so i think you're going to see more of that coming through from overseas
1: yeah oh I, yeah totally disagree i did have a lady contact me on linkedin um on friday um from canada um asking whether or not um the women's utility network had a chapter in canada um, Um, And and we don't. But I said, well, actually, let's talk about it. Let's let's get some time together and we're going to speak in the new year. And and maybe, you know, they can help generate um, that same sort of um, uh, movement out there.
0: Right. I've got Canadian friends. uh, I've got a lady who does um, energy brokerage, actually. Um, She was based in America. and She's moved to Canada. She's a massive networker, and I think she probably will be a good contact for you to talk to regarding that side as well. So um, I think globally, there's some, you know, we're not talking about a majority of people out there to come in to support you. But I think the more people that hear about this, the more momentum that you could possibly gain in the right direction of what you're trying to achieve. Um, What's your plans in the future for the mentoring? Are you looking to take that any further regarding some form of accreditation and things?
1: Um, we're exploring a lot of what we can do resource wise and how we could help. Um, the, the mentoring scheme has been enormously successful. We have 37 mentors now. Um, so these are, you know, people such as yourselves um, who are giving up their time for free to mentor young young talents. And. Um, you know in the utility sector and if you if you go to the website and take a glance through and look at the mentors majority of them are fully booked um you know which is testament to the success uh, of the program so um we're always looking for more mentors um and i often say to people just because you may not be um particularly senior or you know uh, um broadly knowledgeable in utilities if you've got a niche or, you know there's there's always something we can pass on and share to other people um so you know to 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 you to, to volunteer for mentors and to, to still put in the word out there um that there is a free mentoring service or, or we do all the paperwork and the shuffling and 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 matching people together um but the mentor and the mentee you know they 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 connect they get they get on if there's a relationship there and then they have a you know a mentoring arrangement we provide guides and and um a structure on what how we think it should operate yeah, um seen. but we haven't actually formalized it any further than that i think fair to say it's all been quite a whirlwind and uh it's been incredibly um popular um and, and incredibly welcomed by by the women so um yeah it's definitely a thought for the future
0: Brilliant. So talking about the future, what is the future for Hayley regarding your business? Can you tell us about what you're doing in your business?
1: Um, So I, as I said, I run a a small training and consultancy company. Um, We help organisations identify, understand and resolve key business problems. Um, The organisations tend to be fast growing, so they've maybe not paid enough attention to their foundations and then they suddenly realize that you can't operate in the same way. Um, And we're pretty skilled at going in doing that. Um, Part of that's experience of of working um, in the sector or associated sectors. Um, And part of that has has been skills we've developed over time. We're an incredibly visual team and we work with pictures. So, um, you know, if I tell you a story, you'll remember some of it. But if I put a picture up and tell you a story, you'll remember most of it. Um, That that works. That works hugely. So we have some ambitious plans for 2021. We've recently recruited some new people. We aim to grow and expand both the consulting and the training side of it. Um, And hence, you know, my comment earlier about conversation with, with somebody in the States, I would never have anticipated taking a business as small as ours overseas. Yeah. But now anything's possible. So, yeah, it's exciting times.
0: It is. It very much is so. Um, Now, at this stage of the, uh, the podcast, I would normally like to just put you on the spot. I know I've been putting you on the spot all afternoon, but can I put you on the spot regarding giving us a takeaway or a message that you can give our listeners, just to take away from what you're doing?
1: Um, I think I think it's got to be, you know, where are the role models? And are you a role model? And what are you doing to role model? Role models got got to be the word. If you're a young person coming into the utilities sector, in fact, to be honest, in coming into any sector right now, globally, we're in a really challenging time. And if I'm a young person coming in, I, w- I want to see some role models, I want to see there's a future there. And I want to see the art of the possible And as a a woman, I want to be able to see female leaders. You know, I I recognize I can be trained and mentored and developed by men just as much as I can women. There's no challenge in that. But in terms of where's my future or what could my future look like, where are my role models? And so it will be help us get role models. And if you can be a role model, have a voice and and be that role model.
0: And don't be frightened to ask the question
1: absolutely and ask get asked and go and ask go and ask your ceo for one-to-one with him and tell him how fabulous you are you know go and ask somebody for help most people weren't asked for help in fact every time somebody asks you for help how many times do you say no
0: you don't because you like helping people that's the thing you get enjoyment out of that
1: yeah and so we need to people just need to go and ask more um absolutely go and ask for help and you'll find uh, you will get you will get a lot of what you and I think that's the difference between sometimes not success and failure because failures may be too strong but the speed of success is my confidence and my um, willingness to go and ask for help like can you find somebody who can help me with this or I need more knowledge about that who's the best can you introduce me
0: and it's not, so I would say it's not asking that question because you're failing or it's about the failure. you have just taken a short step back or you might even taking a step to one side to take them two steps forward by getting the right answer or a answer. The answer could be no. And that could be the answer you need to make you go around the barrier. You don't know, do you? Until you've asked that question, you don't know.
1: No. No, and it's you know one of the things we 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 talk about in the women's ecosystem is having that career plan. It's knowing where you're going and knowing what you want to achieve. And a lot of people don't have that. Um, Partly, I think, because it's not something that's trained and developed in in young people in when they join businesses, Um, and 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 partly maybe because there aren't enough role models to see. Well, actually, this is where I could get to. This is you know, this is what I could achieve. And I think having that plan, thinking about it, spending some time and then asking the questions, well, what do I need to achieve it? You know, what help do I need to get there? Um, setting that goal is incredibly important.
0: Yeah. Well, Hallie, thank you very much for joining us today. I wish you every success with the group um, that you've set up and you're working with. I, I find it very exciting what you're doing. I'm really looking forward to being a part of your mentoring team. And I'm more than happy to come and support where I can. I know Angela very well. I think she nearly tried to get me in a couple of jobs once when she was working um, with utility I'm people. sure she did. you got a great team. Um, so I wish you every success with it. And thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining me today on this podcast, and thank you for my special guest. Please go and check out our website on www.b2benergy.co.uk, where you can see many more insights to how you can manage that third largest expense. Thank you. That just leaves me for one more thing to say be safe.